Hello and welcome back to the Thomas Fitch Floor Show. I'm Thomas Fitch and I'm joined today with our celebrity guest, Bryce Berlent. Today's show is going to be all about Texas football as we kick off 12 days from now against the Maryland Terrapins. All right, so let's start off talking all about Maryland because not a lot of people know much about them. So last year, uh, they had a new coach, DJ Durkin. He led them to a bowl game um, in his first year. They had a true freshman quarterback. So it was a, it was a solid year for him to start it off. Um, this year, uh, in the spring, they had a good recruiting class, number 18th in the nation. Um, they have a young team because they lost a lot of players to the draft. Uh, 60% of their team is freshman or sophomore. They have a really young D-line, um, and so that means the defense is going to have to rely on the back seven to get the job done. Offensively, they're a very strong running unit. Um, they're fairly one-dimensional. Um, they have two running backs who are kind of the, the lead backs, Ty Johnson and Lorenzo Harrison, um, and the team will use as many as four running backs in the game. The quarterback battle um, is between Tyrell Pigrom, Caleb Henderson, and Kaysom Hill. Uh, Hill is a true freshman um, who's new to the program, but he's looked good early on in fall practice. So like Texas, uh, there's some controversy with uh, a freshman, true freshman quarterback who's coming into fall practice and looking really good. At wide receiver, there's not a ton of depth, but there are many young, talented players coming in. They have five new freshmen uh, who are all, all, three of the four are um, over six foot three. So... How they match up with Texas, we're going to go over this real quick, uh, and then we can get into our predictions for the season. Offensively, um, quarterback-wise, it's likely that we see Buchel, Shane Buchel start for the Horns, um, and he has the edge over whichever Maryland quarterbacks start. Uh, Buchel had an up-and-down season last year, uh, large part due to injuries. injuries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He had a broken rib midway through the season, but um, he has a great arm. Um, so we'll see what, what he can do this year. Um, running back, this is probably the closest Maryland can match up against Texas. Um, but I would give the edge to UT because UT has a really good O-line versus Maryland um, has one of the worst O-lines in the nation. Um, the hard thing with Texas and, is... And Maryland has a young defensive line, so... Right, so be hard a young defensive line going against a really good... Uh, offensive line led by Connor Williams of Texas. Yeah, uh, this is a really favorable matchup. You give Shane Bouchel time in the pocket; he's going to find people. Exactly. Um, the hard thing is we don't exactly know who's going to start for Texas because there've been a lot of injuries in the off season. Chris Warren struggled to stay healthy for a while, but um, it is likely if he's healthy, he'll be starting game one. Um, wide receiver Texas. I mean, Texas blows away Maryland. This might be one of Texas's best. Uh, receiving groups, you know, maybe ever. I mean, you look at Colin Johnson, who I, I can't think of any defensive back who can stop him. Devin Duvernay. Oh, that guy's an athletic machine. Oh, dude. he's 6'4". Yeah. He, I mean, he's he, super fast. Yeah. Incredible he, he, hops. He, he reminds me kind of a Des Bryant. Like, yeah. He has big, he has that red zone presence. Colin yeah. Johnson, I mean, Calvin Johnson. Um, really interesting. They have similar names. Uh, but you got Gerard Hurd, who's a senior, so you got Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, variety of uh, of ta- of you know experience. John Burt, who you know he had a down season last year, but he's fast. If you can remember he's, he's how to fast. catch the ball, exactly, yeah. he's going to be good. Uh, Armonte Foreman, Lil Jordan Humphrey, Lorenzo Joe, D- 
Dorian Leonard. I mean, that's eight guys. That is a lot of just talent and depth. Mm-hmm. And the Terrapins, they got a really shallow uh, young group. So the- I think the key to, for Texas to win this game is if their defense can hold its own against a young, semi-decent offense, which it should. Right, right. And let's get to defense. So we've already talked about D-line. Um, the Horns don't have a lot of depth, but they do have talent led by Puna Ford. Um, Maryland lost uh, multiple players on the D-line, and so they're very young. Um, so the edge is going to go to Texas here. Linebackers, the Terrapins have good linebackers. Uh, they have a defensive end, outside linebacker hybrid, Kingsley Opera, um, and Jermaine Carter. And these guys were a large reason why they had a top 20 defense last season. And now on Texas side of the ball, you got Malik Jefferson, um, who's trying to rebound. He had a tough season last year, mm-hmm. and he, was, he had a lot of sickness um, in the second half of the season. Um, but... The linebackers for the Texas, they've been playing since they're freshmen, and so they have a lot of experience. Right. And the DBs, that's another spot where Maryland lost um, a lot of talent to graduation. Um, and and they have to go against such a good you know, receiving, receiving group. Squad, yeah. So they're going to struggle there. The Horns have a ton of really mostly sophomores and juniors, but who have played since they were true freshmen, who have a lot of experience. So all in all... Texas should win this game. If they lose this game, or even if it's close, that's a bad, bad sign for the season just because this is, matchup-wise, this is one of Texas's best matchups. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, this is a cool fact. So, last year, Maryland had the second-worst O-line in the nation um, of FBS teams. The The number one worst offensive line in the nation, San Jose State, our week, our week two opponent. So we're going to start off against some bad O-lines. We better get the running game going um, quick. So um, that'll lead us into predictions for the year. So, Bryce, I want to hear your ceiling, your floor, and your actual prediction for Texas in this coming season. Um, I think my ceiling for Texas are uh, at best Mm 8-4 and and at worst 4-8. and Wow. And what do you think, you know, in all reality, what do you think the record I, will be? I really think if it's a six and six or seven and five, that's probably what I'm looking to get at because we have a new coach, mm-hmm. and usually when you see a new coach come into a system, they're not going to really blossom out the first season. It's like more of their second or third season that they, the coach, really starts getting you know chemistry with the team and they start playing like a. Because let's be honest, like Texas recruiting class uh, classes for the past few years have been really, really outstanding. Right. We, the talent but is clearly there. The talent is there. It's just getting our players to play football mm-hmm. at the level that they can, and that comes from the coaching point of you know this team, not the players' point. So if we could get um, uh, Todd Herman, Tom Herman, Tom Herman, <laughs> yeah, uh, if he could. You know, get his guys. You know, all in sync. In the you know second half, I think that our second half of the season is going to be really, really good. Uh-huh. Um, win or lose, I think we're going to be playing a lot better because yeah. you know you we still need to tough, get experience with the t- with a tough the first team. half. Yeah, you got USC, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. all in the first half, um, and I believe Kansas State as well. Uh, my prediction, <clears throat> uh, you're not going to agree with this. This is my prediction: not stealing or floor nine and three. 
and here's why. I think that Texas has five tough games on their schedule. Let me – who are your three losses to? Okay, well, I'll get to that. So five tough okay. teams on the schedule. USC, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Kansas State, West Virginia. USC is going to be really good this so year. USC – and that's on the road. So I definitely think that's a loss. That's a loss. And then, uh, you know, K-State, we've never played K-State good on the road, but it's at home. Um, Oklahoma State, that could be tough. But they, got, they have no defense. They didn't last year. Um, and, you know, I, and I, I think we could beat West Virginia. I, I think the losses maybe are either USC, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, or USC, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State. Now, I mean, here's the thing. Last year, we were close to winning a lot of games. Yeah, we were. Cal. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma, if we recover the fumble, fumble. in the late fourth mm-hmm. quarter of Baker Mayfield, we win the game. So um, there were a lot of games that just slipped away from us. And so I think – now, I, okay, here's the deal. I said we were going 9-3 and three last season too. Okay? I just – I'm very optimistic. But I, I just – I see a new energy in the players that – there just wasn't there last year with Coach Strong, and I like Coach Strong. He was a good guy. Uh, oh, yeah, good guy, just not and the he right really coach enhanced, for us. Yeah, and he, and he pushed morals, but there was just there was a lack of energy and effort, you know, especially come fourth quarter. I just I didn't see the guys, you know, in, in especially coming into the last game. What was it against TCU? I when so, when everybody was saying that you know Coach Strong needed he, to win yeah, to keep his fired. job, and all the guys were saying we're gonna go out and play for him, and then they just came out and they they were just flat. I mean, it's, if you really want to play for the guy, show some energy. But the the new kind of workouts, um, kind of mixing the fun with working hard, um, that Tom Herman has kind of brought in, you know, and he's worked under guys like Urban Meyer. Um, at Ohio State, and you know, and those guys, they just they have a mindset, and they just they just know that you know, they have this incredible football IQ, and so I think Tom and Tom Herman has that, um, and so I think he's going to be able to bring that to the university, and I already see it in the practices and in the players, you know, just really even in the practices they're flying around hitting guys, um, not to mention the fact that you know we lost. Really, probably two starters last year: Caleb Blewett and Dylan Haynes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Tyron Swoops. But Tyron Swoops. It's a shame we we missed the eighteen wheeler. But you he know, wasn't I, a starter. I agree with everything you're saying, mm-hmm. but I don't see it blossoming out our mm-hmm. the first season as much as you do mm-hmm. because it just normally it doesn't happen like yeah. that. Well, I do think that first half could could really be rough. I mean. I like if we. I like to see if we win our. For, we should win our first two games. Mm-hmm. You got. You got to get that. Get some momentum. Those, get some chemistry those going. Those are, according to our schedule, those are easy wins for us. Right. According to our schedule, we need to get those wins, and we need to have momentum, and we need to push, and you know, honestly, if we go five hundred or above, I'm gonna be happy. Yeah. I'm, you probably won't be that happy if we go six and six or seven and five. No, right. you want more. But <laughs> knowing knowing what this man's gonna do for mm-hmm. our program, you know, five to even maybe ten years from now, yeah, like it's gonna be exciting to watch. So you think he's here for the future, even if he wins six or seven games his first oh, year? Oh, I I for sure. I if he I think I think next year I don't know what the schedule is like next year, but with USC again, <laughs> I think we could go nine and three next year. Okay, and you know if he gets 
you know, a few, like, three seasons and, like, his first five, you know, above seven wins, right. then we... Then well, and he's, Texas, starting, he's bringing in recruits. We have the number two recruiting right. class yeah, for we, Yeah, exactly. So he's getting the recruits. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, I don't see why Texas would not want him as a coach. He's he. I mean, he basically brought Houston to nothing into, like, something. Into a, you know, yeah. Like just, six years ago, you know, you said Houston was playing in a bowl game. Be like, wait, what the heck are you talking about? And now they're getting five stars and yeah. beating Oklahoma and playing in you know New Year's yeah. six games. Um, all right, so do you think there's any any chance for Texas to play in the Big Twelve championship game? Any chance? Uh, you know, it's it's tough because we have, of course, Oklahoma, we have Oklahoma State, Kansas State. And you got four ranked teams in the conference, right? And even West Virginia, they're 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 decent. I mean, yeah, they're not. They're, well, they're ranked ahead of us. Yeah, exactly. So, so I I don't know. I I don't think so. I don't mm-hmm. think this year. You don't I think, think there's any way? I don't think there's any way playing the Big Twelve championship. I mean, I would love if we do, but I'm not going to be heartbroken if we're if we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think I think there's a chance Texas in the Big Twelve championship. The only way though is if kind of all the ranked teams kind of beat up on each other. I think the only way is if you get in in like a two win, uh, or sorry, a two loss scenario. Um, mm-hmm. But there are a lot of good teams. But I don't, you know, I don't know if West Virginia is going to be good. I don't know if Kansas State's going to be good. I mean, well, West Virginia is a good team, like a pretty good team. Yeah, considering like the past few years. I mean, but I think been... I think Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are more oh, of a yeah, real definitely. deal. Oh yeah, definitely, no doubt. Like much less likely to flop than a Kansas State. But West like, Virginia. but like I'm saying, we have competition in this conference. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like a slacky conference. We're gonna have to really, really do well if we want to play to win. You know, that exactly. 13th game. Exactly. Um, yeah, you can't have those little. You know, end of the game mistakes that we've, you know, yeah. been suffering through missing extra points, I know. shanking uh, punts, um, field goals. Well, no, uh, two years ago, shanked a punt against Oklahoma State and oh, really? lost the game. Yeah. I re- I remember I went to a Cal game, I think. Yeah, the Cal game where that, we missed the extra point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I as a Texas fan, I get nervous watching shanked, extra points. Like, you should it. not get nervous watching extra points, right? As a football fan, that is just. I mean, it's a chip shot, yeah. you know. So, also, you know, I don't know if we have a, an, an answer to our kicking game. I could not tell you our kicker, but there's a good chance that our kicking Isn't game... Isn't our kicker... Our punter is good. Uh, wait, is the kicker or right. punter from Australia? Punter's from Australia. All right, got to wrap this up. But thank you, Bryce, for joining us today. Thank we'll you. be back. I don't know when, but from the Thomas Fitch Sports Show, I'm Thomas Fitch.